not all heroes wear capes, but all moms are heroes. Welcome to the podcast for moms, not all heroes wear capes with your hosts, Betsy Pendergrass and Tina Smith. We want you to know that we hear you and we see you. Join us weekly for laughs, serious talks, and occasional tears as we share with you funny stories and serious chats on all things mothering. Our prayer is that your time here will be an encouragement as we walk this journey with you together. Welcome to the podcast. We are so happy you're here. This is Tina. I am here with Betsy and it is summer. And so we're going to talk about summer and like, what are we going to do about summer? Because I remember when my kids were little and they were all in like, I had one in, at one point I had one in preschool, one in elementary, one in middle and one in high school. And oh. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was, that was quite a season, but I remember Rod would always say to me like about uh, a month or so before the end of school, he would start saying to me, are you ready for summer? And he would, you know, how you doing? Are you getting ready? Because honestly, it can be hectic and crazy yeah. when the kids come home from school. I always loved summer because it was no routine for a little bit, but I also found that I had to come up with a routine during the summer in order for us to function. Yeah. So let's talk about that, Betsy. You're more in it right now. I have a college kid that's home, so that does make a difference, but she's a little more independent. So I'm not constantly, she doesn't want me in her face all the time, entertaining her. (laughs) Right. And, and honestly, that I feel like that that is the culture we can cultivate in our homes is our kids looking at us, waiting for us to entertain them oh. for the entire summer. And, Absolutely. And there is a part we get to play. And I think that's kind of why we want to have this conversation today, because the other thing that can happen is tyranny of the urgent can take over our lives. And I got to tell y'all that a lot of times, whatever feels urgent yeah. <laughs> is not always from the Lord. No. And so there are times when we have to just drop what we're doing and do the thing that has come up because it is an emergency. There's a difference between, you know, an emergency and something feeling urgent. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. And And so I think that if we start out on the right foot with our summers and we put some plans in place, we cast a vision for our summer, we're going to do a lot better as a family than if we just go willy nilly into the summer, (laughs) you know, just hanging on. (laughs) What, and, and I, I know with littles, they really do thrive in routine. They do. Like it's hard for littles just to have hours and hours and hours of time to just do nothing. (laughs) Right. Yes. No, that's not, that's not always a good thing. I mean, our kids do have to learn how to entertain themselves. Yes. We should not be their entertainment. 
And, and I was always, I had a jar on my counter. Right. And I, and if somebody came to me and said they're bored, it was the board jar. Yes. Here you go. Pick out something out of the board jar. Half the time, all I would have to do is look at the board jar and they were off and running and finding something to do to keep themselves busy, you know? And it was interesting. I just watched a, um, and I'll have to link it here in the show notes. It was a movie on, it's called childhood 2.0. And it was talking about how our kids are so much on social media and on devices and stuff like that. And talking about how you and I, when we were growing up, it was go play outside and come in when the street lights come on. Right. Yeah. We yeah. just moved to a neighborhood that had streetlights and Rod and I were out walking the other night and I said, Oh, streetlights are on. We need to be home. And he laughed. <laughs> I was like, but you know, they were talking about how people are more afraid of what's outside their doors than what's going on inside their doors. And mm-hmm. that we need to let our kids go out and play again. Yeah. And, and it really isn't as, as scary as what it's been made out to be. And we're keeping our kids indoors all the time and they're not getting that socialization within their neighborhoods and playing with kids outside and doing all of those things. And those things are very, very healthy for them. Actually, social media and being on their devices is actually a little more harmful than helpful with our kids. And and there's, there's a way you can let them have time. Like I just was having a conversation with Elizabeth yesterday. I'm like, we're going to set an amount of time that Mm -hmm. you can use your device during the day, which she's usually watching a show. And so Mike will just set a time. You can use it when you want to use it, but when you use the time up, then Mm -hmm. it goes in the box. And so for our device box, but you know, like when we talk about vision casting, so here's some ideas. So getting outdoors is the best option. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And so um, look for ideas, brainstorm ideas of things that kids can do outside. So maybe they aren't accustomed to spending time outside. Maybe you're going to have to train them to do that. Mm -hmm. And so look through Pinterest, look like there, I think it's called a hundred hours is a lady who talks about kids need a hundred hours a mm-hmm. week outdoors, mm-hmm. uh, something like that. Y'all, y'all, know, y'all are good. with me. And yeah. so, so brainstorm ideas of bubbles and, and, uh, you know, chalk and all of the inexpensive things that you could possibly equip your kids with so that they want to cultivate time outdoors, find parks that are nearby. Yes. Find, um, find water activities Mm -hmm. that are near you and just get them into one of the things I talked about on social media this week was take an easy gathering thing take make a picnic yeah I saw that it was good so so all you got to do is make some sandwiches let your kids make the sandwiches yeah put some chips in a bag get a drink take a blanket go to the park right Go, go to the nature center Go to go with field. friends. <laughs> go with another mom. I used to do that. Yeah. I used to go with another mom. And so the area that I lived in, I was in upstate New York when I was raising, when my kids were little, like what we're talking about right now. And there was a community pool. So, yes. every, you know, once a week or twice a week, we'd go to the pool. That was pool day. Or we'd have library day, which I know you're going to get all excited about that because Betsy loves some books and we would go to the library and we, they'd each have a bag and they'd bring home a bag of books and we'd sit and read the books and we'd go to the park 
and hang out, play on the park. But a lot of times I took another mom with me and our kids all played together and it gave me mom time with another mom. Yes. And the kids went off and played. I wasn't by myself trying to entertain these kids all the time. I know one mom and I, when mine were little, we would go to this one park that was, everything was all kind of right together. And she and I would just walk around and around and around (laughs) the the area as an exercise and talk while the kids played. And I guess the bigger question, the big question is, what do you want to cultivate in your kids this summer? Right. Like, what are some of your goals? Like, do you want to get them outdoors more? Okay, so brainstorm for that. Do you all do you want to have that get them into books more? Brainstorm it. Think of set up a time of day, 30 minutes. Everybody's mm-hmm. book time. Mm-hmm. Grab your books. You can get whatever books you want. Get it, get your spot. I'm gonna set the timer. When you hear the music playing in 30 minutes, okay, come back. Yeah. And let and then talk to them about what they read. What you because the more you engage and get excited with them about it, the more they're going to want to do it the next time. Yeah, absolutely. So and then, but then also, don't forget get those kids doing some chores. Uh, <laughs> yes, we had that. So I was going to talk about that a little bit. We had certain things that our kids had to do. Like you need to sit down and plan your weeks out. I find that's easier. Like if you sit down and plan your week out, this is what we're going to do. And you sit down with the kids. We used to call those family meetings and, you know, we would sit down and this is what we're going to do. But I think one of the things that we did is, and you as a teacher probably know this very well, your kids always slide backwards a little bit with that time off in the summer, especially in math and reading. One of the things that Rod would do and the, the kids hated it, but they learned to love it is he would literally come up with timed math sheets (laughs) that he would leave them. And he would, before he would go to work in the morning, he would say, okay, I want Zach and Carlene to do these math sheets and they have, I want you to set the timer for five minutes and I want them to just get done what they can get done in five minutes. And they would sit there and do that during the day. And I'd be like, it's five minutes, set the timer, go. And they didn't have to finish it. They just had to see what they could get done in five minutes. Well, by the end of the summer, they were able to finish their papers. Yeah. And it was just a fun little activity. Rod would come home at night. He'd go, okay, where's the papers? I'm going to grade them. And it became a f- actually fun thing for the kids to do. And so that's something that you can do at home with your kids during the summer. So they don't fall back in their studies, especially in math and reading, spend some well, time. Doing and if you have kids that really like devices, okay. So <laughs> I'm going to give you 30 minutes on your device, but, but here are the places you, you could choose from to go and have them be educational, right? Have it be a math game where they have to do the math problems, have right. it do a geography game, have it be a, um, whatever, like pick out educational yeah. gaming and say, okay, 30 minutes, here's what you can pick from. So you're giving them the device, you're giving them the option and they get a choice mm-hmm. about which ones to go to, but it's also educational too. Right. And so you and I are both coming from different perspectives in the fact that you were a homeschool mom and my kids went to public school. So for me, for those of you who have kids out there who go to public, private, Christian school, whatever, and they're gone during the day, those kids coming home in the summer changes how your life. I mean, that, you know, I had time 
at home by myself to do whatever need to be done. So now I have to be, I have to be more organized in what I'm going to do with my kids in the summer because they're here with me. And then for your homeschooling mom, you guys do have routines that you do with your kids. And now it's like, okay, now what, right? Is it going to be a free for all? And that's not true for all of us. Like it'll be a free for all all summer. Because honestly, if I didn't have certain things planned or be like, I want to say the COO of what's going on in my home, the chief operating officer, Yeah, you know, and honestly, I'm going to tell you straight up. I feel lazy in the summer. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that. Like laziness kicks in and I just want to lay by the pool and I don't want to do anything. And I want to read a good book, but when you got kids at home, you can't do that. No. So I want to encourage you. I have a college kid at home and it does get better. <laughs> you do have that time <laughs> to yourself, you know, but, um, I just feel like there's so much about the summer where we, we need to be in our game a little bit. Yeah. As moms. And, and, you know, I mean, Pinterest can be your best friend. I mean, oh, yeah. there are so mm-hmm. many options, you know, plan one morning a week to do a craft with your kids. If it's have rainy day. In fact, I have actually shared, I have posts about rainy days in the summer, um, ideas of things to do but like I know one year we got out all the puzzles and they were puzzles that all my kid like the little the whoever was young Elizabeth could do could mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. and I got out four four of them that she could work and at the time so it was like 40 piece puzzles at the most and so I put all my kids at the table and I was like okay we're about to race and we're gonna <laughs> see who can put this puzzle together the fastest yeah and and one of my older kids lost every time. And so <laughs> it was so, they had actually had so much fun doing that. And so then we shifted the puzzles like, okay, pass your puzzle to the left. And so oh, how did fun. It with, and it was a blast. And those were like those Dollar Tree puzzles. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, board games, a summer, a rainy day, board game day is so fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a great idea. My kids love playing board games as adults now. it's a lot of fun that's good Mm -hmm. multi-age things you know Mm -hmm. if you have kids that are older and you have kids that are younger a lot of times you can get them playing a board game together and everybody's doing something um and it goes really well but instead of like as you're thinking about all summer at one time think about like, okay, I'm going to think about mornings and I think about options for mornings. And I'm going to think about, you know, right before dinner, that's the heck time of the day for people with little, <laughs> yeah, right. And so if you like brainstorm ideas of things, brainstorm ideas of things that you can do with your kids at dinner, t- right before dinner time to keep them busy and happy and contented before dad comes in the door. Yeah. Um, it's being proactive. Don't you think so much of this is just being proactive? It's just, okay, let's sit down. And honestly, my greatest resource was my husband. Like, what are some things we can do while you're at work? You know, and we, he and I would sit down and brainstorm, like we were a team, you know, doing this together and he'd check in on like, so how did pool day go, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And, or how did games go? Or how did it go at the library? I can't wait to see what books the kids got, you know, and he walks in the door and he's like, okay, bring me your books. I want to see what books you got, you know, and just really engaging him in the whole summer thing. And of course there's vacations. You can plan a vacation. The zoo, the zoo was always a fun, we had a local zoo. 
my kids love to go to the zoo. So we were watching this movie yesterday, the childhood 2.0. And I, I was talking to Carlene about it because she came in on the very beginning of all the social media stuff. And, you know, it, it really isn't probably as big to her as it was then. But I said, what made the difference for you? So I'm asking my, my daughter, my 21 year old, this, I said, what made the difference for you? Cause you didn't get caught up in this, a lot of the social media stuff that a lot of the kids are getting caught up, especially our middle schoolers are really getting hammered right now. And she said, you know, mom, I think it was because like we rode horses, we were at the barn. I had hockey players, you know, it, they were busy. Yeah. They weren't bored. And I find that when kids are bored and it's easy and I, this is going to step on some mama's toes, but you cannot use your devices as babysitters for your kids. I get it. I understand it's a whole lot easier when they're chilled out on the couch and they're glued to a game or something. Yeah. It is not good for them. It is yeah. not at all good for their brains or any of their development or social development or anything. We really need to get them outside. We really need to get them with other kids, other moms doing well, stuff. And look together. at it as an invitation to connect. Like, yeah. Yeah. So look for opportunities to connect. And I want to tell you, one of the things that Elizabeth Jane and I are working on is ideas for a reading summer, a summer reading program. And it's with things that you can find at the Dollar Tree. So oh, prizes your kids can earn at the Dollar Tree. So we have the, we have that, the, the things that we're yep. going to tell people to grab, and then mm -hmm. we're going to give them activities that they can do with the prizes as the kids win them. I and so that. stay tuned as we um, start sharing that on gathering around books um, on our feed on Instagram, because and you we'd and love I, for you to join that. You and I have a mutual friend, Brittany Bonifans. Oh yeah. It's called Ordinarily Extraordinarily Mom on Instagram. And her yes. website is chock full because when we hit this whole lockdown situation, that woman went into high gear. She's a teacher. She had the most incredible stuff on her website. For the kids to do all ages and she kept her three busy well and we good. hope to have her on the podcast this yes, summer it's, on, it's on, in our, yeah. on our heart to have she, yep Brittany. she just finished school so i'm thinking we're going to be able to get her on pretty soon but yeah stay tuned for that because she's got great ideas for keeping your kids busy and things and cheap you know not yes. stuff and you know what betsy you're talking about pinterest i didn't have pinterest as a mom yeah I didn't right. have Pinterest. Like I had to learn this stuff on the fly. Like I had to come up with it and I am not a creative person when it comes to that kind of stuff. I, it was, it was nice to have the barn and yeah. horses and stuff like that in the summer because it did keep my kids busy and there was a farm and all of that kind of stuff. But you know, we don't all have access to that kind of stuff. So, you but know, there's, there's can. a lot of, th you can, yeah, you can. If you look around, there's farms and stuff, I'm sure, around everybody where you can go and play with the animals. And, or maybe yeah. it looks a little bit different. You yeah. know, like maybe it's not going to be a barn, but maybe it'll be a nature center in the middle of your city. Or maybe yeah. it will be the zoo. Or maybe it will be, there's just lots of opportunities. There's so, lots of things. And camps. Camps are always yes. a good thing, too. Our kids did different camps. They did. We, we had horseback, that got us, that's what got us into horses. Um, horseback riding camp. We had other church camps. That yeah. kind of, VBS is a great resource. There's yeah. churches in the neighborhood that are doing VBS. Send your kids and volunteer yourself. It's yeah. a great opportunity. So, or also a conversation I might have this summer is, um, 
having a vacation Bible school in your backyard for neighbors, Ooh, right in your neighborhood. I'd love to have that conversation because that's something that really impacted me as a kid. That's so, awesome. Yeah. We are so excited about the summer. We're excited about what God is going to do in your lives and with you and your kids this summer. Yes. And l- we need to pray for you. <laughs> yes. Let's pray for them. Tina, you want to pray? Sure. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for summer. Lord, I know a lot of the time, all I need to do is just thank you for what I've got. (laughs) So Lord, I thank you for summer. I thank you for the change of routine. I thank you for the opportunities and the invitations that you give us to connect with our kids and to connect with each other. Lord, I pray for these moms. I pray for our listener right now that you would just speak to her heart, that you would give her creativity and think outside the box with things that she can do for her kids. Lord, I pray for these kids that they, Lord God, would um, be raised up almost countercultural these days, Lord, that we would have um, kids that know you, love you, and um, see you. So, Lord, I thank you for each mom that's listening, and I pray a blessing over them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. how valuable your time is and we are so thankful you chose to spend some of it with us today we hope you've been encouraged you can find betsy at gatheringaround.com and tina at raisingkidsonyourknees.org enjoy your day and we will see you again next week